What's up, everybody? Welcome to Building Our Power. This is Gabby. And KT. And we're back with another episode. You can hit us up at Building RPWR. Hit KT up at KT underscore does art. Hit me up at Gabby's Music. If you'd like to contribute to the work we are doing in Memphis, Tennessee, the community fridge, the redistribution of money, the giving out pamphlets, zines, and books, you can do so. The link is in the description. Alright guys, thank you everybody for listening to our last episode which was entitled Violence is Always the Answer. We got a lot of controversy off that one, uh, but yes, we're glad that uh, some, a lot of you enjoyed it and we're glad that a lot of you didn't like it. Um, so today <laughs> we're going to be talking about um, representation and exploitation. What's the difference? Um, so yeah, this is kind of going to be like a ranting episode as well, but we're, you know we're going to talk about it. Okay, so this was spurred because I saw some people talking about Bel Air and how was it out of touch? Were they ex- were they explaining colorism, classism, yada yada yada? Is this the representation we need? And I think I was just I don't know what it was. I just was frustrated from just just struggling, seeing other people struggling. I was just like, what in the world is this? What we're coming to? I am what? Why are y'all even talking about this? This is a television show. But then I remembered there has been a billion-dollar media machine that has convinced us that we will receive liberation, we will receive self-fulfillment, we will Mm -hmm. receive self-esteem from seeing individuals that look like us on the television screen. So for some people, it really is that deep to them because apparently uh, this is the end goal. The end goal is to be represented. Um, so, we're going to get into that. Uh, so, KT, for yourself, I'll ask you this and then I'll talk about it. Um, did you ever see yourself on television as a child? Um, if not, do you think that had something to do with, you know, the way that you view yourself? So, for reference, uh, I'm a white queer person, um, I don't know if I'm a lesbian or pan, but regardless, I'm also fat, and uh, non-binary, so there, I've got things in the in the back there. But obviously, I saw white people. I saw a lot of white people on television, um, but I never saw fat people on television that were white and queer. And if I did see fat people, fat people were the butt end of the jokes every single time. So did that kind of like shape how I felt about myself personally? So I saw white people, but like for myself I really just it, whether I had seen myself on television or not it really didn't make a difference for me I feel like I was I was living in an abusive household as a child I was uh we were poor like we literally were living in poverty uh we couldn't eat uh all types of physical emotional abuse and things like that I was I literally was not worried about representation on the television and maybe that's because I'm white but at the same time it's like even if whenever I don't know if a lot of you remember this but Tess Holiday, I don't know her last name now but Tess Holiday, uh, a fat plus size model um, had became like the front cover of some major magazine back when I was in high school and really I mean it was cool but again it really didn't change my conditions that I was going through I was we were so poor who ca- who cared that Tess was at the front um if it didn't change how I myself 
or my family what we were having to go through, you know? Yeah. Okay, that's valid. Uh, so for myself, being a black masculine person growing up, uh, I guess you can say a stud of some, for some people. That, um, yeah, there, there were no studs on TV besides uh, on The Wire. I think there, there was one on there. And, uh, yeah, I didn't really start seeing studs. Until, like, uh, I went to college and started uh, watching YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, but that, that was just regular people with their cameras just talking. It wasn't no television show. It wasn't no corporate backing. It was just folks just uh, showing their lives and me watching the content and me getting my life from it. Um, that did help me. I will say that did help me when those moments when I was feeling low and feeling like I was all alone. I'm the only person that's like this. I did see people that I could relate to, and I felt better about it. Um, but there's a difference. There's a difference between seeing regular, regular people just living life being themselves versus a multi-billion dollar corporation making all this money based off representation, and that's supposed to make me feel better. Like, I feel like ultimately all of this, I was theorizing about this, I feel that a lot of the things that we say we need to get from media is all because of a lacking that was caused by capitalism and capitalist To begin with, yes. So, most of the time when I... A lot of the black people that say we need representation in the Oscars, we need representation in this, we need representation in that. A lot of them, they're middle class. A lot of them already are like they're going to college or in PWIs uh they're going into the workforce in predominantly white spaces and for them they need to see representation which okay that's neither here nor there whoop de doo but i feel like for some of them but this is my opinion personally they need to see representation so bad because they're not surrounded by enough black people in their lives and in their communities and so in order mm-hmm. to in order to kind of uh, deal with that or not have to deal with that, they all, they look to media to give them that. Um, and that's simply because, I mean, whatever choices you make, but also the capitalist ideas of there's not really that much of a community anymore. Community is about individualism, right. this, that, and the third. There aren't really... Um, if you're not in community with black people, you're just not going to have that. Uh, I'm not saying that those are the only people that talk about it, but I do see that as a trend. And for me personally, being a black queer kid growing up, I did not have a community of queer people. So therefore, I had to go onto YouTube to find some people. Right. That that came from not only being in a, a homophobic, capitalist, uh, white supremacist world, but also uh, not having the money and the funds to be able to go get a car and go to these places where queer events were going on. I was pretty much under the, the, the whim of my parents and whatever they allowed me to do. Um, same thing with anything. I feel like even like with, with representations of, of pretty much anything, all of this is to supplement the lack of community that we have in yes. general. Would would I need to see myself on television if I was surrounded around black queer people that and we loved and cared for each other and I was raised by people that were affirming to me? Would I need so desperately to see myself on the television? 
Um, Probably not. Right. Um, if I'm surrounded by black people all the time, I go to a black church, black school, I work around black people. Um, all my family and friends are black. Um, do I need to necessarily see myself on television? Yeah, I mean, it ain't really, it's not really a, a, a must. But that's not necessarily being condemning of some people. Some people can't control where they live. Some people live in the middle of the Midwest. Some people live where there's no gay people. So I see that, but... I feel like the capitalists have caught on to a symptom of this system and have therefore not only reinforced what we already know, but put even more emphasis on it, that this is a necessity. But it's only going to be to be done by giving this corporation money. I feel like they... uh the only reason why that's kind of caught on, you're right. It, like it, there do, there's a part here that has to do with white supremacy, right? You were talking about the PWIs or the predominantly white work areas and things like that. There's something within white supremacy where it's like, okay, well, maybe if I see myself more often, maybe I, I will not experience as much like harm. Maybe I don't. I don't, I don't know if it's that either. Well, but just speak from your experience, like seeing. You know, it's all about you know fact, fact, acceptance, body positivity. Yes, I see myself, but think about where they talking about. They see themselves at on magazine covers, on fashion uh, runways, um, Instagram, IG models. It's it's all always tied to a business. It's always tied to something corporate. Yeah. But I was I was thinking about um, like the white liberals mm-hmm. who who are always like, oh, we need more representation, or oh, love is love. Let's see more gays on the television. Like there's something within that representation thing that just like exudes or just like uh, gives white supremacy off, and I just can't I can't pinpoint it quite yet or put it together. But I will, and I'll probably I'll probably put that on our Twitter. So make sure you guys follow us on that. But but that's the thing. Also, like even I can agree, representation. Yes, one hundred percent. Like I said, that helped me get through dark times. But again, that came from regular people just telling their stories. And this will also take us to something that we just finished watching yeah uh which is some uh just exploitative to the bone shit on it's youtube that soft white underbelly bullshit um so we was watching because i saw somebody link something on facebook so i clicked on it it was about this uh gay interracial couple in west virginia and they were just talking about some of the hardships that were going through extreme poverty, HIV, AIDS, uh, sexual abuse, traumas, all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was watching it and I was like, this is terrible. I wonder if this guy is helping them out. I knew the answer. No. I already knew the answer. So before I did that, I looked and saw the guy's net worth. He's worth millions of dollars. And we found on an article, this dude pays these folk 20 to $40 an interview. And if it's really risky of an interview, he'll, he'll be generous and give them $100. And I want to give some background here. This is... Uh, some guy named Mark Latoya, or I don't even know how to say his last name, but he apparently has worked on campaigns 
through Apple um, and through some other major corporations. And so because of that, he apparently got famous within the photography film world. Um, at that point, he started doing these little tiny or these like photograph type things. It's called Created Equally. And you guys can look that up. But basically where he's just putting black and white photos beside each other of two different types of people and saying, oh, we're created equally or whatever the fuck. Some white liberal shit, right? And then he created the uh, white underbelly, right? And now he literally, like if you go to his YouTube, he's getting millions of views on these videos. He makes millions of dollars off of these videos. Yes. And... He is literally not, like Gabby said, he's not giving money to the people. That man made now, a GoFundMe just for 52000 He said help the people of a soft white underbelly. 52000 ain't finna help barely. It's gonna help probably one person. Yeah, literally. And then when you're making that much money, why why isn't that already being met by you yourself? There's, this is uh, another conversation about what the people of New York, that guy, remember he was him? In New York, yeah. yeah, and he like wasn't giving people money. And I just remember seeing all the comments. There was like a lot of people talking about, well, you know, you don't want to give money because if you give money, then people will say that the interview has been blah, 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 blah. Like it's been messed up. And you have, uh, ex- you've basically, what is it like, not exploited that person, but you've basically gathered that information and now they're just going to say whatever. But I think that's bullshit. I think that's absolutely bullshit that you would not give somebody in, uh, money for an interview. If you are making a documentary about them, if you're making a YouTube channel about them mm-hmm. and you're not giving them money off of the millions of dollars that you're making, that is exploitation. That's and it's in what, the highest form. Exactly. And that's what Gabby and I constantly talk about. It's like you guys often just think that class is exploitation. Like you're uh, all of a sudden like it's just class and labor. Labor itself that is exploitation. But it's not just labor. It's literally if there's any type of hierarchy within those uh, interactions at that point, it can become exploitation. Yeah, I mean, those people are giving labor, they're giving emotional labor. They're literally, they're, they are literally talking about shit they probably never haven't talked about in a long time that's repressed and it's and traumatizing. They to have to go home to their shacks that they're living in when this guy is a multi millionaire, probably driving the Rolls Royce and he's just collecting checks. That was if the they most, even, even if they do even have a shack, if they even have a place, literally, some of them don't even have. No. So, and and something else, I was looking in the comments, because this is going to go back to the representation thing. I was looking in the comments of the what people were saying. I was hoping people would say, this was so terrible, that the this system is so, it's treating people so bad, life is so unfair, we need to do something about it. I saw so many people said, this is teaching me to take my life, to not take my life for granted. It's teaching me that there's what people doing way worse than me. I need to be thankful for what I have. So... All of this under the guise of representation, awareness, this, that, and the third, just for people to make a individualistic analysis and to say, this has taught me to not complain about my life. And that's because capitalism teaches us that it's individual people's problem that this is happening to them. So because that person mm-hmm. had a crack-addicted mom or had somewhat, uh, like, 
any any type of issues at all where they were abused physically as children and things like that all of a sudden that's just that person's fault and it has nothing to do in their brains with capitalism and that that is just absolutely that's wrong the thing. it ties that's nothing so to capitalism wrong. it ties nothing to how everything's interconnected it ties nothing to how them rich white people which white liberals that are watching it yes. have played a part uh whether directly or indirectly in some of these people's stories and some of their demise they did and 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 there's nothing all of this is give to a go for me but this ties into the representation thing because people would tell us that this is good people would tell us that that showing people at their lowest uh not with their autonomy not with them controlling the story not with them controlling nope. the edits not with them controlling what questions they ask or answer um this is good for humanity because it will make people more sympathetic and uh it will make us care about each other more but I just told you in the comments, it did none of a such. No. It literally did none of that stuff. So what really is the goal of representation? Oh, it's, it's starting to seem like the goal of representation for a lot of these people is making a quick buck. It's like the goal of representation for a lot of these people is just seeing what other markets can we market to to make more money. I mean, it's it's commodified. Uh, yeah. It's commodified poverty um traumatic stories um depressing uh issues that people have been through this guy one of the guys didn't even have a freaking leg and he had hiv and he was just talking about how terrible his life was or whatever and it's just like they literally this man this white man this white rich person liberal created equally Literally just said, you know what? I'm going to create a market that literally never existed before, and I'm just going to make money off of it. And who cares if these people I'm interviewing are being exploited? And it, it's it's gross because, like, whenever you listen to the interview, uh, if you guys want to watch it, we'll link it below. But whenever you listen to the interview, he's, like, trying to have a conversation with them. And he's like, yeah, you guys are um, just feeling really comfortable. It seems like you just want to be happy and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, yeah, we're trying to look up and trying to be happy. These people are absolutely in poverty. They probably can't even fucking eat. They have no house. And they probably don't have health insurance. They probably don't have food stamps or food and shit like that. And this guy's like, yeah, you should just look up and be positive. I was like, y'all are such, y'all are so what persevering. Y'all are fuck. Whatever. So, yeah, that that's definitely, that goes into poverty born. That goes into, yeah. I feel like that's some of the sickest stuff on, on the on on YouTube right now. That that channel is literally one of the sickest channels. That's probably that's up there with that one that little torture thing. Um but, but tying it all in with the representation, like I said, I feel like if this guy wanted to really do something, mm-hmm. uh two things. One thing would be give each one of these individuals their own camera for them to tell their own stories the way they want to tell their stories. Let them keep the camera. Let them start their own YouTube channels or whatever and do whatever. Also, secondly, tie all this into systemic issues that's going on. Yes. And not just uh, chance. Oh, oh, it just so happens my mom was crack addicted. Why was your mama crack addicted? Can she I just woke up one day and wanted to be addicted to crack? Trauma. Capitalism. That's what I'm saying. Tie all this into systemic issues and then give all your money away. Because why are you making money? You ain't doing nothing but holding the camera. They can do that themselves. So, 
Yeah, that's that thing is totally exploitative. And I feel like even some of the stuff on television is exploitative. Because even when we're saying, I want to see myself, even when we're saying we want to see stories of poor people on television, I want to see stories of black people on television, I want to see stories of queer people on television, we are getting multi-millionaire directors, Mm -hmm. multi-millionaire writers, multi-millionaire actors portraying a story that they have no connection to. Mm -hmm. Majority of the time, they have no connection. Just like, uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, Jared Leto played some trans woman who died of AIDS, like at the very beginning of the AIDS epidemic. And there was like so much uproar about it because he's obviously not a trans woman and he's absolute shit anyway. And so, yeah, we just we have to stray away from thinking that representation is going to change any type of material needs for queer people, for black people, for fat people. It's not. It's not going to make... Disabled people, it's not going to make a fucking difference if people literally don't even have their material needs met to begin with. And if if it's even done, it's not ever tied to the the bigger structure because, again, these people are multimillionaires. They benefit from capitalism. Yes. And so people will walk away just living life the same way i mean think about it think about how many black people how many television shows we had in the 90s everybody talks about there was a renaissance of black tv uh during that time we were literally dealing with the crime bill um during the 80s hip-hop was on the scene hippity hop that we were doing with the crack epidemic. Um, We're still dealing with stuff now. Black people are on TV all the time. Black people in music all the time. But that has not had any effect currently on our present state of being. So maybe we need to rethink these things. Maybe we've been bamboozled. Maybe something that could have been a good or can be a good, has been twisted and turned around into making rich people richer. That's why I say it, it It definitely ties into white supremacy. Like, the thought that we need representation. It's like a it's it's like a, a fog or something that they're like, okay, well, you know, if you get representation, everything's going to be okay, and everyone will be happy, and you won't have to deal with anything, and blah, 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 blah. Like, there, it's something there that is definitely... Why liberals push it? Why why conservatives hate it? It is something to do with white supremacy. It does. I mean, they don't, they don't have to change anything. They just they have to put it on TV. That's correct. Oh my God! Yes, nothing has to change for them. Yes, and it allows the middle class, the petty bourgeois, uh, uh, marginalized people of any group be able to capitalize off of this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, let's think about this uh, as we come into closing. So, if we want to think about what can be done, if we want to think about what would combat something like this, what would combat the representation, the whole we need to be on television thing? We need to go back to community. We need to go back to creating... I don't know if it's family. We need to go back I to... I say family. Family. Yeah. I mean, family doesn't have to be... When we talk about family, we have to remember it does not... Family does not mean blood, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I definitely say we need to go back to creating uh, community-based people, families, people in your neighborhood, people who you feel safe around, people who are like you, people who uh, have the same experiences with you, and we, you need to communicate with them. Like, as a fat, white, queer person, 
I need to be talking to more fat white queer people about their experiences and what they and listening to their experiences and see if I align with it. And if I do, like at that point, we have to come together and be like, okay, we've got this community of people and we we have all of these shared experiences. What can we do to organize around these shared experiences so that we don't have to continue to go through these traumatic issues? Exactly. So yeah, I feel like yeah. That really will that really is what's needed. That's really all that's needed is us not only organizing, but even when you think about like okay, okay, what what did I need as a child? I needed somebody, a mentor. Yeah. To to come and tell me everything's gonna be okay. I needed a person in real life. Yeah. That's really all it comes in with. I needed a person in real life that I could look to that that affirmed me. Yeah. That's really all this is about. We needed people in our lives to affirm us and to tell us that there was nothing wrong with us. It's this crooked system. But if we come and we work together and we fight together, things would be get done. Yep. So, yeah, that representation at this point is played out. It's giving me civil rights movement. Um, and we know what happened to that. Now Now those same people that have been benefiting from the civil rights movement, now they complaining and talking about, oh, well, I'm dealing with racism and stuff in the workplace. Okay, but this is what y'all wanted. Y'all wanted to be in community with these white people to, to, to get this uh, assimilation. Like don't 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 come over here and ask the working class people to sympathize with y'all when y'all have bamboozled us to to fight for this for y'all. Like don't do that. So yeah, um, I think that's really what we want to talk about, and and that's something we all can be thinking about. Like, what can we do? What are some of the problems that that we have going on now that they tell us that capitalism can help or that media consumption can help that can be done within ourselves that can be done to actually help each other and not just be futile and without corporate media or without corporations without capitalism like we need to be coming up with solutions that are not backed by capitalism whether that be with representation or that be with literally anything else yeah yeah Yeah. and i feel like okay representation great but but let it just be regular people telling their regular stories it don't need to be nobody in the middleman nothing just let people tell their stories and if people relate let them relate but don't don't be no soft white underbelly shit don't be no people of new york don't be no humans of new york well, yeah, guys, that was all over the place. But we wanted to see what you guys think. Do you think representation is important? Do you think it's still needed? Um, and if so, what do you think is a better way to do it? Because uh, right now, it's just not its not changing people's material conditions. Yeah. So it's not going to get us to liberation to begin with. So Yeah, just let us know what there, you think. It's, no, it's not a beginning spot. It's not anything. It's just, it's not there. There's no, there's no point in it at this point. Yeah, so let us know. Um, you can hit us up in our comments on YouTube, Twitter, at Building Our PWR, all social media sites, at KT underscore does our hit me up at Gabby's Music. And, uh, yeah. 
you can also contribute to what we got going on in Memphis, the community fridge, the passing out of pamphlets, books, the redistribution of funds. Link is in the description. Anything else? Nope, that's it. All right, this has been Gabby. And Katie. And this has been Building Our Our Power. Power.